wins with you, my friends. Timothy Biscuit here to share a little news I've heard on the grapevine. Oh, grapes. <laughs> ah, now I'm hungry. Oh, sorry about that. Anyways, I'm excited to share with you that Break, Battle, and Roll now has a website and merch store. A central hub where you can listen to episodes, view recent posts, and even check out some nifty BBR-themed items for sale. They've even got stuff with me on it. I know! I couldn't believe it either. Check us out at www.breakbattleroll.com. Uh-oh, it's time for me to go. I think the barkeep's about to start the show. Hey, everyone. Aaron here with a quick note before we get into the episode. Coming up is the non-canonical one-shot we put together for the holidays. And that being said, it was recorded a little out of place timing-wise. You might notice a couple abilities the characters have that you don't remember them getting, but rest assured, it'll all be explained later in the main Archipelia campaign. Okay, on with the show. Please enjoy the 2021 Break, Battle, and Roll holiday episode. Welcome to the Nexus of Adventure, where stories transcend the page. A place where heroes and villains clash. This is Break, Battle, and Roll. It's once again time to Break, Battle, and Roll. Welcome back, everybody, to this very special holiday featurette of Break, Battle, and Roll. I am, of course, your bar master. I mean, whoa, the bar <laughs> master. Ooh. When I left you, I was but a bar learner. Now I am the bar hmm. master. Hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so my name is Aaron Rollins, but enough about me. Let's talk about uh, my three little helpers here, starting with Chad Stafford. Hello, Chad Stafford here playing Timothy Biscuit. And Janelle Wilkie. Oh, hi. I'm definitely Janelle Wilkie over here, and I'm a good little helper. Oh, Flowerkraut, you're so bad. You're lying, aren't you? I'm bad. I'm, oh, I hope I got put on the naughty, naughty list this year. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Flowerkraut, what's that? <laughs> What? Oh, nothing, Timothy. It's fine. I have had a career of doing bad things. If there's some sort of list involved Ooh. that tracks that. <laughs> oh, oh no. Hey, at least we'll be there together, Timothy. <laughs> I, I, I think it's actually impossible for Dustin Bleshman to not be on the good list. Well, you know, there, there's a time in every in every dog folk's life where he has to reform, and that is the same for Sherman Jeppard. He is the goodest boy in town. Come to the naughty side, Sherman. I can't. It's against my religion. <laughs> I will show you the naughty side. I will show you the... the... <laughs> <laughs> who's, been, who's been serving up the eggnog? Well, guys, uh, because this is a holiday episode, there is no recap to speak of. So we're going to jump right in to where our scene opens, where music and celebration are filling your ears as you lean back in a most familiar setting, the story arc. Again, patrons from who knows where the heck other worlds drink together as the many festivals ranging across the plains have finally arrived. The ship's interior is decorated 
in a cacophony of styles and intention. There are silvery crescent moons hanging from the ceiling. There's red and green glowing crystals tied to long stretches of rope and strung across the entire tavern. The bar stools near where the barkeep is serving up drinks are all wrapped in blue ribbons. And at the centerpiece of each table sits what appears to be a large purple egg that's on fire. But hey, it's adding to the warmth of the ship, so who's to complain? I'm complaining. When is this ship not on fire? Let's be honest. Don't worry, don't worry. It's, uh, it's fire, no, fire not making us. Oh, Kitan, welcome back. Kitan is uh, sweeping the, the tavern floor as he as he comes past your table and he points out to the egg and he says, it's, uh, Egg's very, very important. Egg, egg is uh, crap. Crutchtevis uh, is very important to Kaiten. Oh, really? Uh, tell us more about that. I better not find out this is some sort of Kanku egg in here, because that is, um... Oh. That's not okay with me. No, 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 it's not, no, 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 but not, not a real egg. This is a decoration. He, he's about to, to, like, explain the egg when Rizzy pops in and kind of just bumps, bumps Kaiten out of the way, and she's like, Oh, don't. Don't least listen to Carton. He's he's so obsessed with Crextivus, he wants to tell all the patrons about it. What you should be paying attention to, all the crescent moons across the tavern. For soon, the waxing solstice will be upon us, the longest night of the year. The night where I can howl for way longer than I'm supposed to. Exactly! Yeah, it's so great. <laughs> Yes, Sherman, it's the longest night of the year, and that is the night that we all stay up, we all howl at the moon, we all celebrate, we all drink and play games, and all fuzzy, bitty body chitin wants to do is stare at a bloody egg and be solemn about some... Okay, I won't say stupid this time, chitin. Anyway, welcome back. I am very happy to see all of you again. If you wouldn't mind opening up your menus, we've got some new seasonal items on there. Oh, let's take a look-see here. Oh, uh, uh, can you tell me a little bit more about this one, Rizzy? Oh, of course, dear. That is a special import. From, uh, well, coincidentally, Archipelia. Oh, that's she talking off. about a drink or you, Flowerkraut? I don't know what that means. Well, maybe I'm talking about both, but that <laughs> is what we call a prompkin spice latte. <laughs> I'm so oh. <laughs> oh, I heard it's oh the season gosh. for those. Oh. They're the best, Sherman, of course, yes. Pumpkin spice, it's glittering pumpkin candies floating in a midnight blue cider. It's my favorite drink during the holiday season. I'd love if you'd serve me up one of those, Rizzy. Right away. Uh, how about you two? Is there anything on the menu that uh, tickles your fancy? Uh, uh, let me go ahead and take a look here. Do you have a... Hmm. What... What? What is... What is a... a... A flippy dippy. Oh, 
The flippy dippy, um, I think that's actually a clerical error. Um, oh. We, tr we tried to make one, um, but it exploded in the kitchen, and uh, I think I think we didn't put enough dippy into no, our flippy. Def definitely too much flippy, not enough dippy. That can happen. Yeah. The last time someone ordered a flippy dippy, um, it wasn't pretty. So, uh, what about? Oh, you know what? The barkeep would love it if you looked into one of these. Oh, oh, I want to be on his good side. It's called the tide pool. You see? Oh. If I, I know, I know. There's so much in the room that's, that's, that's. Uh, hitting your stimulus right now with all the holidays going on and those people over there playing crescent toss and everyone being so loud but did you notice how the ship is a little uh, rocky right now a little unstable maybe and you guys notice yeah uh, the story arc is kind of tipping it, it's careering back and forth like more so than it usually does like you guys have hit some really patchy waters right now and uh, you know, you, you un kind of like um, in unintentionally have been kind of adjusting yourselves in your chairs to keep yourself from sliding back and forth. And you notice that like, if you look around, yeah, sure, there's some people playing some games across the tavern, and uh, they're they're actually drinking and swaying with the story arc in celebration, like they're enjoying it. I mean, Flower Crowd enjoys it. I love swaying. Um boozy boats. It's the best. Oh, Rizzy, are you telling them about the tide pool? Please, tell me you're telling them about the tide pool. <laughs> yes, I'm telling them about the tide Let me guess, you'd like to tell them about the tide pool? Yes, hello. Welcome back to the story arc. Hi. Ah, hi, your, your jaw looks <laughs> way... You, does your jawline improve every time we see you? Because good, good gracious. Uh, it's it's well, strong. Yeah, well, I do talk a lot, so <laughs> gets lots of exercise. Anyway, the tide pool. You see, one holiday that is very well known across all astral vessels, especially here on the story arc, is Barstool Tide. And you see some of the patrons behind you actually slide on their barstools. Like, as the ship careens over, you see them sliding down, and everyone who's, like, still attached to the bar is like waving at them. They say, Forced Yule Tide blessings to you. And also with you. Thank you. Thank you, Flower Crowd. I really appreciate that. The Barstool Tide, very important time for us here, in the story arc. And of course, we have a seasonal drink to go along with it, the Tide Pool. And he, uh, he actually looks over to the next table and you see somebody with one and he points it out and he goes, there you have it wide shallow bowl in a concave base perpetually spinning creating the green vortex of gin and crin lemonth what do you think i think that was a tongue twister if i ever heard one uh, how how does it how does it spin With the story arc of course oh is it because it goes woo, woo. yes it goes woo woo ah okay i i get it so the Perpetual motion of the boat keeps it spinning. Oh, understood. That I took a little bit. I took a little bit of physics in uh, in the uh, uh, Foster Academy. Um, I'm allowed to order two drinks, right? Because that sounds freaking awesome. Of course you are. Yes. 
I also prefer bowls with wide brims, so that'll work out just perfect for me. And uh, so the barkeep looks at Timothy. Uh, hello. How about you? Yes. And you, you and know, so you you um, you pan the room. You're <laughs> so intimidating. <laughs> you see the 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 barkeep staring at you very intently. You see Rizzy standing. You know you can basically just see her head over the table, and she's kind of giving you these big eyes. And then you see Kitan behind them sweeping. Kitan looks up at you, Timothy. And Kitan has this sad, sad face. Do you want? Do you want? Do you want more gold? Is that what you want? Why are you looking at me like that? I can't handle the eyes, the peering Wait, eyes. Gold? Nothing. You're I give, s- are you loaning Kitan money? <laughs> no. Nobody, nobody ever orders Kitan's thing on menu. Oh, okay. Kitan, what is your thing on the menu? <laughs> Kitan's eyes light up, and he, he he moves faster than you guys have ever seen Kitan move, and he gets up to the table. I hope it's not like leftover water after he's done cleaning everything, because I feel like that would be the Kitan special. No, Kitan, no, not drink. Kitan give appetizer. Oh. Oh. Okay. Well, color me intrigued. I do Kite, like Kiten, food of multiple Kiten varieties. Cl- it's it called ke- clean plate. Kitan give clean plate. Is it just a plate? No, it did. No, Kitan. Kitan has had barkeep make Kitan come up with something for crux to this. Y- yes, but you need to explain yourself, Kitan. Yes, what yeah, is yeah. this? It's it, egg. Eggs on clean plate. Eggs on clean plate. Yes, you know, I have been so hungry before that I did that thing where I had a clean plate and I pretended there was food on there and I just like got a little fake pretend knife and fork and I just pretended to eat it in my mind hoping that maybe pretending would make me actually full but that's not what happened it was a long winter night and I don't want to rethink it any further so please continue on explaining your clean plate so as you're doing this and the barkeep realizes that you're talking about pretending to actually enjoy what Kitan was going to give you he like throws his hands over Kitan's ears and uh, he's like, mm. and Kitan doesn't seem to notice her mind. And then he goes, Kitan gave a clean plate, eggs for Cancun. Eggs? You're going to feed a bird eggs? Oh, you don't like eggs? Has Cancun ever had eggs before? Um, I don't want to answer that question because I feel like I would be judged for it. So let's just say I'm open to new experiences. Very well. Uh, Timothy, would you care for any beverage to go along with your clean plate? You know, I tend to go with the flock, so I'm going to do the tide, please. Excellent. Because I give in to peer pressure so easily. He turns to Rizzy. She looks up at the barkeep and goes, On it, boss. And she runs off. Please, in the meantime, enjoy the holiday season here on the story arc. The barkeep turns and walks away. I thank you. Okay, does anybody else feel like they were kind of forced into their choices, or is that just a me thing? Oh, I I, I don't know. Hold on. Wait, wait, hold on. The ship is it's going this way. Oh, there. Oh, Sherman. Oh, Sherman. Oh, now oh, Sherman's oh, sitting at the oh, other wait, table. Going back. Oh, going back no, the other he's way. going oh, back. No. Oh, 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 hold on. Let me grab the... Let me grab the... Oh. 
And if you really want an honesty, I'll get you one. It'll just make me really sad. I can't handle that. So I'm going to say thank you, but no thank you. <laughs> there, there. Wait, no, Sherman, this is your department. You, you there, there, him. All right, hold on, hold on. Um, there, there. Wow. <laughs> there. So that's what that feels like. There. Wow. You that feel is better? Strangely, hey. strangely comforting. I don't know why. Something about, just something about your kind face, your kind eyes, and your, your fuzzy fingers. It just, uh, it's like a warm blanket of smiles. I feel better. And those toe beans stroking the feathers. Right? Right? Something about them. I don't know what it is. Hey, did either of you guys notice that Kitan totally doesn't have pants on and he just has an apron and his butt is out? You're asking a question? And yes, that has crossed my mind <laughs> since day one. But we were told not to ask questions, so I can't say anything about the pantless, one-eyed creature that has now offered me a clean plate. He's like got spikes all over him, but then the shiniest ass. <laughs> well, uh, uh, kite, kite and clean. He's like upstairs, you know, like mopping, and you just you just hear this mumbling up there. Every time he hears his name, Kitan gets a little cleaner. So you guys uh, look around the room and see that there are people playing a game called Crescent Toss celebration of the waxing solstice which is essentially horseshoes but they're tossing like crescent moons around uh, little pegs in the ground and then at the bar you keep hearing people scream out you know yell out horse jewel tide blessings to you and you see you hear you see just seeing people sliding back and forth and after watching for a little bit you see there's a game going on over there where people are letting go of the bar and they're sliding their as, as the ship tilts they're sliding their bar stools back and then the ship tilts the other way and they slide back to see who can get the closest to the bar without actually hitting the bar and some people are getting so like you see this one big guy just like it, it, the, the ship tilts back and he goes flying down and just right into the bar falls off his chair and everyone busts out laughing ouch <laughs> oh that that sounds like a great time actually that looks ouch, so fun sherman let's do that together i don't know how, if it's a tag team play? thing but we should do it dearie me how do you play that game do you guys go to the bar then yeah oh, yeah okay you guys get to the bar and the barkeep his eyes light up when he sees you approaching to fill in three empty chairs and he walks up and he leans well over over the bar very intently looking at the three oh. of you ah that's a deep lead ah. here to play the bar stool slide huh yes Yip, I huh? yippee anybody di yippee dippy do no, great that's great what that's what we're here to do glad to hear it take a seat okay now hold on i'm oh, fine i'm not having fun anymore my my old lady bones can't can't take a spill like that other guy, but I mean, fine, fine, sure. Oh, do, do you need a cushion for the for the hard wood of the stool, or are you okay? Uh, are you, do you are you packing a cushion with you, Sherman? Uh, I mean, I could if you sit next to me, I can put some of my tail fluff on the on the stool for you. Uh, 
I won't say no to that. I'm also currently molting, uh, so you could gather up some of these feathers and I guess make a, a weird makeshift uh, uh, peer pressure pillow out of it. <laughs> Great. I'll, I'll have a weird nest tail cushion happening on my chair. Hey. Excellent. Know, if, if, what, what are friends for, right? I mean, if not to do this, then I don't know what. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of feathers that have molted off in, in how nervous Timothy was near the table, so just gather up all those and put them under your butt. Flowerkraut uh, takes uh, her little overcoat off and wraps up the feathers so that she can convert it into some sort of pillow. Okay. Beautiful. All right. Now, first, to play the barstool slide, we need to wager something. If you're just playing between the three of you... What? There's nothing to wager. There's certainly nothing on, on any of our persons worth wagering. What a weird concept. <laughs> Think of that. What about a favor? What about something one of you could do for the others if that... If, for whoever wins? Oh, um, yeah. Okay. Sure. A favor between friends? I mean, that's just being friends, right? Yeah. I mean, Timothy, you already did me a favor last time we were here. You were my wingman. I was terrible at that. Never let me do that again. You know, you know, if it helps us play the game, we could, we could just, we could just pretend we don't normally help each other. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We're enemies. You, we're rivals. That's a little. Oh no, that's a little bit naughty too. Ah. No, we're rivals. We're rivals now. This is, this is fate. This is destiny. We have to get into character. Uh. Timothy Biscuit, you're going down. Yes, Sherman of Pal. You are my arch nemesis, and I will take you down. Very well. Then it is a match against from enemy to enemy. The victor shall be declared eternal winner, I guess. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Everyone hold on to the bar. When I say go, you release... We see who slides back to the bar and stops the closest. All right, so you guys hold on to the bar. Oh boy. What's going to happen here? <laughs> you're going to get one, you're going to get two checks, and you guys can tell me however you want to make. You guys can come up with a creative way to use any of your skill checks in order to keep yourself, one, balanced. That's, that's the first check. You have to keep yourself from falling over. And oh the second... Boy. And the second one is going to be, and so the, the acrobatics obviously is the ultimate choice, but because everyone, not everyone's awesome at acrobatics, I will totally take another explanation if it's good enough. And then the second check is to basically weigh yourself down or to, or, or to, to perfectly align your chair with the bar on the slide back. So the barkeep goes three, two, one. Wait, I'm not ready. Release. Whoa, whoa, I changed whoa, my mind immediately! So, for the first check, Timothy, what are you going to use to keep yourself balanced? Oh, definitely acrobatics. Alright, let's see your roll. I'd like to be a nimble bird. A uh, 15? Excellent. 15. You Ooh. are definitely keeping your balance on this chair. <laughs> Flower crowd, what are you using to keep your balance? Oh, butts. Um, well, yes, butts? definitely butts count. <laughs> butts is where we start. <laughs> just, just, just clench them. Clench them as tight as you can. Clenching. Hold on for dear life. Ah, bots. I have some Multiple saggy bots. cheeks, Sherman. I don't know what I can tell you. All my butt. All my butt. 
Um, crap. Oh, gross. <laughs> um, Butts animal, crap. animal handling. No, that's not good enough. Um, deception. Uh, um, performance. I'm doing well. Nature, you all see nature. it. My, my butt is nature because it's the tide. Yes, I have plus three to nature. Okay, nature. So you're going to read the tide to keep yourself from tipping over. So you're going to be able to lean lean with the tide. Go ahead and give us a nature roll. Ah, 19, 22. Holy oh, yeah. <laughs> She's one with nature. She's beginning to oh believe. Oh my gosh. If any of the three of you know water, it's flower kraut. And she becomes one with the tide as she slides back just without a care. Maybe she's even got one leg up in the air. No, nah, she's played Whee! this. She has played this game before on many a booze cruise. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is nothing. I always have to keep my balance. All right, Sherman, you're up. What are you using to keep yourself balanced? All right. So I, I feel like... I'm going to really engage my core, and, and so I'm going to... Would you like a roll a constitution saving throw for that? Oh, no. I'm, I'm going to try athletics to really, like, brace, you know? Become one with the stool. <laughs> okay. I'll take it. Okay, here we go. Oh, well, um, five <laughs> on the die, but so we got an 11, so not great. Okay, so Sherman becomes one with the stool, and unfortunately, if the stool begins to lean over to the side, he's still one with the stool. And Sherman takes a tumble. No! Barstool falls over. Orf, my rival, who also somehow was my long-lost brother? What a twist! You have sabotaged me, Timothy Biscuit. How dare you? I never wanted this. Am I doing it? Am I am I doing it right? Is this good? Oh, this is so good. I felt that tail slip right out from under these cheeks. Oh, maybe that's why. Ha <laughs> <laughs> sabotage? <laughs> I was the enemy all along. Don't worry, my long lost brother, Sherman. I will avenge you. So there are only two contestants left in the barstool slide. It is now time to return to the bar with the opposite tilt of the ship. What are you going to use, Timothy? You cannot use acrobatics again. I would say that in putting on this little show, ooh, I'm going to use, if you allow me, performance. I will absolutely let you use performance. All right. And give me a good explanation of how you're using this as you slide back. As I reach out and say, no, my long lost brother Sherman, I will avenge you. I look to Flower Crowd and give her the eyes, the eyes of determination. And I start to play on my lute as I'm balancing <laughs> on this, our battle song. Oh, damn, I love it. All right, give me a performance check. Oh, for the love of God, I never wanted to roll higher on something. Here we go. <laughs> no! God dang it! That's an 11! Oh no! Come on, man! <laughs> that was such a build-up! Why'd you bring out the loot? That took you off balance so bad! I know, but it was so worth playing our theme song! So, you're still balanced. You already rolled that. This was all about being able to, like, bring yourself as close to the bar as possible. So, you begin playing, but as you get down into the real good, you know, climax oh, of God, the God. of the theme song. Oh, I can't. I'm not this. I am not this coordinated. What was I thinking? 
you lean forward in your in the bar stool and you actually accelerate your speed until boom you hit the bar boing you actually you Timothy actually flies over the bar, lands on the floor next to the barkeep, who gingerly kneels down and picks up the Kenku. Kevin, I will go down you with on the, the back. I will go down with the ship. Oh my God, he's moaning so much. Brother, never forget this moment. I'm sorry. But at the same time, Flower Crowd, you're also on your way back to the bar. So what would you like to use to be able to Close the distance, but not entirely. Oh, close the distance, but not entirely. I i mean, if Rizzy happens to be in view with our drinks, I would also like to do a performance check. Okay. And kind of needle it to these guys and double fist my two drinks and, <laughs> and put both feet in the air and slide back and we'll see how that goes. I lied. I never wanted to finish this. I want this exact thing to happen. So all the goodwill <laughs> oh, yeah. I have in my body right now, I want to go to having this actually work. Let's <laughs> see what the dice have to say. Roll performance, Flower Crowds. All right. Here's this. What is that? That's a 15. 15. So Flower Crowd slides past Rizzy, who holds both her drinks up to her, snaps both of them out. She's got this rolling bowl in one hand, creating a vortex while she's pounding the pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> the chair spins 180 degrees as she puts both feet in the air, and the back of the chair stops about six inches from the bar. <laughs> and some guy, some guy on the other side of the bar is like, yeah! Oh my gosh. Well, bar stool tied blessings to you, Flower Crowd. That was amazing. Ah, thank you. That was incredible, Flower Crowd. Looks like your friends Timothy and Sherman here owe you a favor. Well, yeah, I gotta pocket that one for later. Mm-hmm. I've got your 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 tide pool here, Sherman. Would you like me to take it to the table for you? Uh, oh yes, please. Thank you so much. Oh, and uh, I've got your clean plate, Timothy. Would you like me to <laughs> bring this? Is that something? Too? Listen, you know, I just had a traumatic experience, so I don't know how many of those I can accumulate in one night. So. What should I do to prepare myself? Would it be to just go in blindly? Like, literally blindly? Should I wrap my eyes in some sort of enclosure in order to not be absolutely shocked by what I'm about to experience? Or should I just drink heavily, therefore nullify any negative experience I may have until much, much later in this evening? You should drink the tide pool first and then pound these eggs. <laughs> Okay, cool. I'm glad we're on the right page. All right, I'll meet you back at the table. So, sure enough, the clean plate is literally a very clean plate with five boiled purple eggs sitting on top of it, each one 
with a little candle stuck in it, burning. Oh. What? Looks, it looks like a little eggy birthday cake. Oh my god, that's so cute, actually. <laughs> you guys, this is the cleanest plate I've ever. I've never seen such a. It's. I could see my reflection in it. It's so clean. That's pristine. As you look into your reflection, you see on the upper level, Kitan. Oh God. Staring. Uh. Intently, having stopped working, the the mop sitting against the wall and both of his hands on the railing, staring down at you. I, I am, um, I'm, I am doing this of my own accord and certainly not pressured in any way, shape, or form to enjoy this Chitin's clean plate eggs. Help me. How do I get out of this? How do I get out of this? Tell me right now, how do I get out of this? I mean, I could down one with you if it'll make yes, you feel better. Yes, in fact, all of us okay. are going to enjoy downing these clean plate eggs. Sherman, would you like to have a clean plate egg on your own volition and certainly not of anyone else's? Uh, well, appetizers are meant to be shared between friends and even though we were rivals just a few minutes ago i think we're past that <laughs> yeah so i would have no problem having an egg with you, you were secretly sir. my brother the whole time remember that doesn't mean i liked you in character <gasps> wow wow that was beautiful sherman i have no notes you have moved me <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, bottoms up Oh, it's round. How do I? Which one? Which side's the bottom? Timothy can the one without the minor candle? illusioning himself eating this egg for a moment. <laughs> well, that would that would be great if minor illusion was animated at all. <laughs> it's just a it's just a still picture of you like putting one in your mouth. So it's just like a flat <laughs> PNG just hovering in the air. Can I just like put my <laughs> mouth around it? Like it doesn't move. I'm just like, wow, look, they float, and then I eat it like Pac-Man style. <laughs> um. Okay, so you guys uh, drink up, and the uh, the drinks are fantastic. Uh, the pumpkin spice is like a boba, an alcoholic boba drink, basically. Mm. Um, it's got uh, a familiar candy floating around inside of it, but the candy kind of sparkles in the midnight blue liquid of the drink itself, and you notice that it's actually topped with a little moon candy garnish. Ooh. Aaron, you wanted me to draw some more drinks, didn't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> this is so pretty sounding. I mean, whatever gave you that idea? <laughs> I loved I loved doing the last ones. It was awesome. Yes, those were fantastic. And yes, you guys do see um, plenty of people still drinking Krakens and Mother of Pearls around, you know, the, the, the bar. Um, but a, a, a majority of people are enjoying the seasonal drinks uh, that are only on the menu during the festival season. But the real question is, are three particular characters enjoying the clean plate eggs? You guys eat the clean plate eggs, and they're really just like boiled eggs that are covered in some kind of purple slime. Ugh. I mean, not bad, actually. I mean, should we roll something to see how good they are to each of us? I feel like that's a constitution thing, <laughs> if anything. <laughs> yeah, if anything, it's not so much the flavor, because the flavor is it's nondescript. 
it's more of a texture thing, eating slimy <laughs> eggs. Mm. So go ahead and uh, anyone who's eating an egg, roll a constitution saving throw in order to not insult Kitan oh, by no. spitting it out. Oh, man. Oh, boy. <laughs> we have gone uh, up against actual villains, and you have raised the stakes. <laughs> so... <laughs> Because nobody told me I wasn't supposed to eat the candle, do I have to roll with disadvantage? <laughs> no. Okay. You eat you eat the candle without a second thought. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. Alright. That's Wow. That was a seventeen Timothy. for Timothy. Let's see what I got. Uh, uh, eleven. I mean the candle made it a little harder to take in. So the difference between you What three if wait, what did Flower Crowd what did Flower Crowd get? She got an eleven. Flowercraft got an 11, but it, as she kind of chokes because she eats the whole egg, but pl plucked out the candle, she tries to pull it off by doing a little thaumaturgy and blowing fire out of the candle to kind of blast oh, the flame up. Nice. On behalf nice. of Kite. This is really good, but my tongue stuck to the mouth of my mouth. I can't get my tongue. My tongue is stuck off. It's too sticky. Uh, that, Timothy has a <laughs> Timothy has a moment where it's almost like uh, Ratatouille uh, with the critic. He eats the egg and he's teleported <laughs> back to a time where he had a choice. What, to make. When he broke out of the egg, <laughs> <laughs> maybe when he broke out of the egg and life was simpler and more innocent back then, or maybe a time where he had to make a tough choice. And had to eat an egg, and it turned out to be delicious, and he felt ashamed. But you know, so it's, so it's not the wonderful places. nostalgic memory. It's kind of a nightmare. It's kind of a oh, that was good, but I really wanted to not remember that. There's guilt behind so, that. The big difference between the three of you is that only two of you have teeth. Uh, Timothy's able to basically put this thing away without much worry about texture, but the two of you have to kind of, as Flowerkraut put it, choke it down. Um, it, Sherman's only real issue choking it down was that the candle's going with it, so it, it kind of gets stuck for a second until he's able to break the candle with his tongue and then it all goes down, but none of you spit it out. Everybody Yay. eats it. Mm. And, and and Rizzy mm. is just kind of off, uh, you know, a few feet from your table, and she sees you guys eat the eggs, and she smiles, and then she looks up at Kitan, and you guys all turn your heads, and for the first time, that that frumpy frown on Kitan goes to a big smile, and you see him hurrying down the stairs. Oh no, he's coming! He's, oh, he's coming! Oh god. <laughs> We did, we did. Yes, in fact, it was. It was. We, we saved one for yes, you. Yes, we oh, want no. you to join us. This is a plate to be shared with friends, and you, uh, you oh, you're yeah. a friend. You're a friend. You are so kind, so kind. Yes, friend. Kitan takes. Kitan take takes egg. one Kitan of the eggs. Take the egg. You. <laughs> you, you see him pick up. He 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 picks up one with from the candle. He scoops it up, he blows the candle out, and then he pops the egg into his mouth and then pulls the candle out of his mouth and drops the candle in his pouch so that he wouldn't dare put it back on the clean plate. And and then he goes, 
Okay, Kaitlin tell you about cracks. Does this Kaitlin so happy that some people on on story arc are actually interested in 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 Kaitlin's holiday? Cracks did this. Cracks did this. It is about back when when the Stivus, the the evil evil chaotic littering entity, traveled around astral plane, leaving mess everywhere. Leave mess, 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 mess. <laughs> Well, if there's one thing I could follow, it was that Chitin does not like messes. You listen to Chitin talk about Crextivus, and it is all about how this creature, this entity, you know, traveled around to different uh, areas of the astral plane, leaving just a jumble of universal messes until one day, Crec the Clean washed the astral plane from the filthy entity by using an unquenchable fire on the eggs left by this nasty evil demon of whatever whatever origin and it goes on and it's just drowned out i mean like you guys you guys are trying to enjoy your drinks and kaiden's just so excitedly telling you the story until rizzy of course jumps in to interrupt him and she sees that everyone's you know uh-huh uh-huh yeah uh-huh Okay, how how's everyone enjoying everything? I hope uh, I hope the seasonal drinks are to your liking. So Sherman's definitely smiling, but he is giving that whale eye thing over at Rizzy, like, "Hi, please help, please, please, please help." And then all of a sudden, he does cough up a whole wick onto the table. <laughs> <laughs> so so Rizzy's pushing Kitan, like, kind of like, okay, enough, back to work, back to work, kind of push. And as Sherman coughs up that wick, it, like, there's this wide-eyed moment as Kitan's staring at you, and the wick comes out of your mouth, and I want you to roll a constitution saving throw to see if the wick lands on the clean plate. Oh, no! Uh, okay. Slow motion. Oh, that's no good. That's a seven. It it's lands on, it, on the plate. And it, it does that plate, thing where dirty it's plate. In slow motion. <laughs> clean plate, not clean, clean plate. And Rizzy. God, I'm covered. Oh. Rizzy, like, jumps at the plate and, like, you know, grabs the, grabs the wick <laughs> off of it. And, and then pushes Kitan away as he's kind of losing his mind. And then that is that. All right, so you guys have your pumpkin spice, your tight pools, your clean plate eggs, and the seasonal treats make you feel a little bit better. Well, besides besides the seasonal shame that we just received, thanks to uh, one <laughs> uh, <laughs> very non-content chitin. Oh, yeah, oh my God, look at him over there. I mean, among my people, it's always, it's always a compliment if you uh, regurgitate part of your food to save it for later. Yes, but Sherman, it's it's his whole it's his whole thing, the clean plate thing. It's the whole it's his identity. Did you just not hear the story about how his hero is a janitor, like a space janitor, like space a celestial Mister Clean, as it were? Oh my, oh, sir, Mister of Clean. So. Uh, Flower Crowd, you had, uh, you had partake, taken of all three seasonal, uh, treats. You took, you drank a pumpkin spice, a pumpkin spice, you drank a tide pool, 
and you had an egg from the clean plate, you have plus one to all your spell attacks and your spell DC. You also have Ooh. plus one attack, and you have 10 temporary hit points for the next 24 hours. Sherman and Timothy, you guys both had a Tide Pool drink. You go, you both get plus one to your attacks. And since you both had an egg, you both get 10 temporary hit points. So, as you are all enjoying all of the atmosphere of the story arc, of course, the barkeep approaches with a serious look on his face. He's holding a, a small scroll, and he's looking at it, and he looks at the three of you and says, Well, it looks like I'm going to have to cut your celebrating shorts. We've received an exigency request, and this one's for you. Story arc is going to be stopping shortly. Be prepared. You're going to be getting off, and your heroism is being called for. And he, without another word, walks away. I was cryptic, cryptic, sir. For a place that doesn't allow for questions, you sure do open the door for them. The story arc comes to a complete stop, and all of the tilting stops, and you hear all the guys and gals, the patrons over by the bar go, Oh, man! As all of the bar stool slides halt for a moment, and the ship is resting in place. You look up, and sure enough, the barkeep is gesturing for you up at the port door and gangplank. All right, boys. Everyone's staring at the three of you as you guys walk upstairs. Walk of shame. <laughs> hey, y'all, it's been fun. Yeah, right? You guys are the best. No, no, you. <laughs> no, you. You're the best. Hey, come on. Get off the boat. We want to get back to sliding around. Hey, you know what? That's fair. That's fair. All right. We'll see y'all later. <laughs> Sorry we temporarily inconvenienced your revelry. Hey, you two, let me show you where this mustard was. Oh, my God. You think it's still here? Uh, I mean... With chitin on board? Oh, you know, that's fair. I don't... Oh, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Roll for perception. Or investigation? So so as you guys approach the mustardless port, <gasps> um, the door opens, the gangplank lowers down, and the barkeep steps to the side and nods to the three of you as you guys exit the story arc. As you step down from the ship... He says, good luck to you, and until next time. Always such a cryptic exit quote with him. The gangplank open, or closes up, it goes up, port door shuts, and you this time see like these swirling colors just envelop the entire arc as it just like sails right back into nothing. And there's a sensation that, you, that you're all met by immediately. It's cold. That's for certain. The icy wind is the first thing you notice, other than the mountain of ice floating in the distance. You find yourselves standing not on land, but a patchwork of floating segments, pieces of ships, small barges, a broken pontoon, all of them attached to one another by wooden planks that both hold the form and act as bridges to one another. And off in the distance you see on this floating flotilla, 
a small shack set up. And not far before you is a sign that reads Glimmersheen Booze Cruises. <laughs> oh! Though there's a piece of paper pinned on top of the sign that simply says closed. Oh. I mean, no kidding. Wow. Also, Burr, as an old lady, I am already eternally cold. Uh, I feel great, actually. This feels kind of like how it how I'm meant to be. Yeah, you definitely seem in your element. I think you were built for this sort of thing, you know, physically. And Timothy, like, kind of like pulls at all of Sherman's extra fluff. I'm glad I have like a a sweater filled with feathers now. I'm just gonna put that on right now. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um. So, Sherman's summer coat immediately sheds like all of it at once, <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> just poof, poof. It's everywhere. All. It's like sticking oh. out of your armor. It's like, oh, here, have some. If, if you're cold, if you're cold, have some of this. Just pulling tuffs. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, I, I stuffed it into my uh, sweatshirt. It's in my mouth. <laughs> oh yeah, that doesn't go away. It's just everywhere. So Flowerkraut's got this. She's got this like uh, coat on <laughs> that's just like bulked her up, so she looks all like beefy. But yeah. it's just feathers and fur sticking out the end. <laughs> I'm like a sexy winter scarecrow. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so you guys Why are standing that make on. Why you laugh that hard? You're standing on this uh, this not island. It's like a floating garbage pile, if anything. Wow. Yeah. Are we sure that he didn't just drop us off here because, like. We weren't welcomed. This doesn't seem like the kind of place that needs any sort of heroism. It looks like he just dropped us off at a place that was closed, and it's in the cold, and we're in the middle of nowhere. I mean, we did kind of give Kitan a conniption, so... It wasn't like, intentional. Yeah, maybe we got kicked off. I don't think anybody else freaking ate the, the clean egg plate. Um, do you want me to see if anybody needs a hero around here? I mean, yeah. Should we head towards that little shack up there? Does anybody need a hero around here? Oh, sorry. Sorry, but Glimmer Cruises are closed right now. Oh my god, that actually worked. You guys hear that voice coming from the shack up ahead. Well, let's let, let's go say say hello. Maybe we can help help them with their business woes at the very least. So you guys walk gingerly across these platforms having to step, you know, on these wooden planks that connect each of these things to one another. As you make your way across, you see that it's really just forming a kind of a makeshift dock. And then you reach the shack and you see this dwarf, uh, albino dwarf, um, standing behind the counter and the up above the shack reads a sign, Glimmersheen Booze Cruise. And he's got a pen in his hand and he's you know scribbling on a piece of paper when he looks up and sees the three of you uh i said the glimmerchine booze cruise is closed right now can't help you what exactly happens when the glimmerchine booze cruise is open oh you don't know well why would you be here if you didn't know that well hey you know what you know what 
I will be happy to tell you what happens on the Glimmershine booze cruise. That's kind of what I do around here, so... So this, this guy goes into the sales pitch. Oh, you see here? And he points off into the distance, and you guys see this humongous glacier floating in the water, maybe a mile away from where you guys are floating. That there is the island of Netherberg. Of course, you can't see the island of Netherberg. One of the greatest wonders of Archipelde, I tell you. It's an island only seen by the few who come here to embark on our legendary booze cruise. You see, thousands of years ago, Netherberg caught Glimmerfrost, the glacier. When the glacier tried to roll over Netherberg, it stopped. It's quite a marvel, I tell you. But in all this time, Glimmerfrost hasn't moved from that spot. The little island sits upon and has staked claim of that glacier resulting in one of the most magical of any Archipeldian experiences you could ask for during the holiday season. You see, during this time of year, the moon aligns itself directly above the glacier, focusing a beam of moonlight directly down the center, through the glacier's thin icy ceiling, and focuses it on the Netherberg crystal. I can't say much more than that. You'll have to buy a ticket if you want to see what happens next. I mean, when are you in operation again? Oh, right. We're closed. I, you know, uh, that's usually not part of my sales pitch. Um, well, we'll probably be in operation once I finish this request for some heroes. And heroes get here and we get this all sorted out. Oh, 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 that's, hey, hey, guy, that, that's us. Hey, a flower, flower, tip, tip, that's us. Hey, we're, we're the, my, my, oh, I'm very sorry. My name is Sherman, Sherman Jeopard. I'm a member of PAL, and I have been sent along with my two colleagues here to potentially help with your problem. You're in need of some heroism. Oh, he looks down at the piece of paper, and you guys, <laughs> you guys spy over the counter, it's not a very tall counter, for obvious reasons. And you see that he's starting to write out this hero request, need help with Glimmerfrost booze cruise, and he's like, he barely has even started writing this thing. And he looks down at it, and he looks up at you. Well, that's convenient. Um, yeah, yes, we, we need a hero right now. We need heroes right now. Yeah, we're, uh, Glimmer... The Glimmerchine Bruise Cruise is in peril. It's in peril, I say. You see, we take people, people are looking for a good time, and people wanting to experience the Glimmerchine to Glimmerfrost. And we cruise right inside of the glacier. And the last Bruise Cruise we sent out didn't come back. And... I only got one one boat left, and I ain't going in there alone. So, um, I mean, yeah, there's been some, some drinking buddies. 
Yes, I do need some drinking buddies. I'm, I will bring the booze on the boat if you agree to help me out in finding our missing ship. Oh, man. That was like a soft lob, but it totally worked. <laughs> you know, I'm happy to meet you. My name is Captain McGuffin, and I run the Glimmersheen Booze Cruise, and I would like to get it back in operation as soon as possible. Hi, my name is Flowerkraut, and she sticks out her arm and a bunch of, like, fluff and feathers <laughs> kind of fall out of her big sweater. He ah, shakes sorry. your hand, and feathers go flying everywhere. Nice to meet you, Flowerkraut. Um, you all seem a little unprepared for this Arctic weather. Um... What makes Which, you say that? Okay. It's not it's not a problem. Not a problem. Many of booze cruisers show up here in a bikini for some reason. They think this is a normal type booze cruise. So we all just make sure to uh, give them all these to rent out while they're on the booze cruise. And you see him open a cabinet behind him and he pulls out these cloaks. And the cloaks are very pastel yellow and orange. And he start. He hands out three cloaks to each of you. These are summer cloaks, and they will take care of that problem for you. Oh, I've never had to wear two coats before. This is, this is lavish. So you touch the cloak, and it immediately feels warm to the touch. It's, uh, oh. it's like putting on a heated blanket. Yes. Ah, oh, this is this is nesting temperature. This is nice. So you guys throw these things over your shoulders and you immediately become comfortable even standing here in the Arctic winds. Um, you all have resistance to cold right now. Yay. I have to warn you though, make sure to stay on the boat because these things don't work if you're in the cold water. That, that makes sense, right? Uh, oh God, yeah. All right, all right. Um. If you're here to help, then, uh, well, you see, you know, come with me. And he starts, he walks out of the shack, and he walks around the back where you see probably the only functioning boat on this whole uh, heap of, of vessels that are latched together. And it doesn't look like it's in great shape. Um, Flower Crowd, as a booze cruise aficionado, what, uh... What do you what do you what do you make of this situation? Is this something that we should all be worried about, or what's what's your take? Let's just say if this thing like rolled up to my island, I would probably opt to party on Brandon's back than be on the ship itself. Mm hmm. That's what I thought. I figured. I figured. Okay. Timothy just nods and then turns back and keeps walking. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he brings you over to the boat. You see that the boat's in not in great shape. It's a pretty old one, but it still has all of the amenities of a booze cruise boat. It has like a big forward uh, like landing that people can dance uh, or drink on, you know, in the front of the boat. There's like a small little area where the helm is. Um, and then in the back, there's a big uh, area with chairs, tables, and a bar to serve drinks. And so he points down to it and he says, This is the SS Cold Opener. And we haven't ah. used it in a long time, honestly. It's kind of in rough shape, sorry. But it's going to have to do. 
You see, the SS Ice and Toasty is the one that's stuck inside of Glimmerfrost right now, and we're gonna go find it, figure out what the hell happened. You know, the last booze cruise that went out, they said that the that the crystal on Netherburg was completely encased with ice. That usually doesn't happen. Actually, that never happens. But if you see Rot here and he hops onto the boat and he goes to the front and you see that there's a small device attached to the front of the ship and it looks like a cannon with a lantern uh, affixed to the top of it, like a bullseye lantern. This is the heat cannon and it wasn't a problem. Captain Angus just used the heat cannon, melted the ice and the show went on without the hitch. So. If something's up with that crystal again and they're having trouble fixing it, we wouldn't want any angry customers, if you know what I mean. So, if you wouldn't mind, hop on in and we will get down figure out what's going on. Alright. Alright, Sherman, would you give me a hand, please? What? Why do you need it? Oh, oh, to get on yeah. the boat? Yeah. Oh, 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 sure. Um... I, I I put out my I put out my paw. Ah, thank you, sweet beans. Timothy puts one foot on the boat and it just it makes the most uncomfortable creaking noise. Oh, yeah, mm, that's creaky. Yeah, okay. Well, maybe we'll just get drunk and everything will be fine. Oh yeah. Speaking of that. Oh hi. Uh, you know what? My name's Timothy. That's Sherman. Flowkrat's already introduced herself, so. Uh, yeah, this is a great ship. It's fine. It's great. I love it. You're a very lucky captain to have such a great ship to be the captain of. I'm very excited to be here. Let me go get here. some booze, and I'll make you a little more comfortable. Oh, who needs to be more comfortable? I don't need to be. You just you're projecting. If anything, I you're silly. Easy, easy there. <laughs> you're right. Are you talking? I don't mean to be. Nothing to be, needs to be easy. I mean, why? Is, you think something bad's gonna happen? And Timothy just starts like hitting the floorboards with his foot. It's just like, eh, this is solid. Mm, solid boat. Solid plan. Please don't punch any holes into this oh, thing. No, I'm fine. So he comes back with uh, a couple carafes and some glasses of something. You have no idea what's in there. And um, he puts it behind the bar and tops back in. All right, heroes. Uh, let's see here. It's Timothy the bird, Sherman the dog, and well, hey there. What what was your name, Flowerkraut? Uh, yeah, Flowerkraut. Well, milady. Oh, no, I really do appreciate no, your company. Just, uh, Sherman, did you hear that? Did you hear what he just said? Did you hear what he just said? It's fine. Don't worry about it. The the huh, huh, what? Nothing. The it's fine. He just t he just tipped his hat and said, "Milady, it's fine. It's whatever. I'm ignoring it." <laughs> uh, he should. Uh, can he roll a what is it? A charisma? Oh no! To see oh, if okay. Flowerkraut is a milady charisma check. Yeah, that's yep. disadvantage. <laughs> okay, disadvantage. Dis disadvantage. <laughs> I don't know how cool's the hat. It depends on how cool the hat is. I mean, he's dressed like a proper captain. Ooh, that's a cool um, hat. Oh, wait, ooh, the work. sea captain's hat, though, that is a plus one. Yeah, if it's a sea captain situation, it might mitigate oh, yeah. the milady comments. Dang it, gosh, these get so complicated. 
Okay, so should should he roll with disadvantage? No. 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 Raw, raw, okay. raw roll, no plus one for the hat because of the milady. Okay. All right, well, he is a salesman um, and and a captain for a booze cruise who, who has experienced plenty of uh, exciting, you know, I guess, tours. So he, his charisma is plus three, so we'll Ooh. just go with the plus three. All right, here he goes. And then Flower Cow, we gotta determine what your um, what your DC would be to actually be impressed at all with this guy. Should it be my armor class or? Sure, he's attacking your armor class with his charm. <laughs> well, did that I'm compliment penetrate my I'm... cold, cold heart? <laughs> I'm happy to tell you guys, he rolled a six. <laughs> Timothy, I think we're safe. Uh, so he's kind of a creep. <laughs> kind of a creep. Ah, <laughs> yes. And and my good friends will will join in. I'm sure. This oh. is the favorite. This is the favorite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, good game. Sure. Good freaking game. <laughs> oh, that's a wrap, everybody. <laughs> Um, so Captain McGuffin starts up the SS cold opener and this ship <laughs> sounds like garbage. <laughs> it's Hey, whoa, whoa, we don't want to get sued. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's a uh, bitty bitty clang clang bitty bitty clang oh gosh <laughs> you're not so worried about the bitty bitties but when it goes clang clang that is just oh that's, that's rough the, that's the concerning Oof. part um and sure enough this boat starts heading towards glimmerfrost the glacier and as it's on its way there uh, captain mcguffin jumps down into the bar and he starts pouring drinks from these two carafes and it's um it's like a Light blue juice. Uh, you want some, uh, some booze cruise juice? <laughs> is that is that uh, what it's called? You're a salesman. Is that the is that the official name for this thing? You know what? Most people don't give a shit what we call it. They just start drinking it. Oh, fair enough. Okay, bottoms up. <laughs> All right, so you drink it, and it's basically like rum punch. Yeah, um, reminds me of the island. But it's uh, it's got a, like a hint of antifreeze t- taste to it, ah. so it doesn't f- freeze over during the booze cruise. And uh, he keeps on sailing on. Oh, uh, and uh, you guys, do you use this for the engine of uh, people? Ah. Oh, uh, did I pick the right one? Uh, he's got the two crafts in his hand. Oh no, oh, I think so. Um, yeah, you'll be fine. Ah. You'll warm you up. I'm good. Oh, oh my gosh, I That's think fine. Timothy's gonna do his first car. No, no, not good. So the cold opener approaches the Glimmerfrost Glacier, and you see up ahead a massive crack that's acting as what seems to be a waterway into the interior. The boat enters the icy canyon and slowly follows the curvature of the fissure before heading into a glacial cave. And it's kind of majestic, the light coming in from behind you 
reflecting off of these huge icicles hanging from the glacier's ceiling above you. And you can hear, as the, as the wind completely cuts off any sound, you hear the water rushing on both sides of the boat, echoing down this long crack. <laughs> and the light grows dim, but uh, Captain McGuffin... <laughs> is, any, is anybody else thinking about... <laughs> The, the, the long crack. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is what we call the glacial butt. <laughs> so Captain McGuffin Flower jumps. Is slightly more charmed. <laughs> Maybe it's the boost. Last one to charm. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, he uh, he'll have to roll again at some point with uh, with a less le- with a lower AC. Um, he jumps down and he pulls the hood back from the bullseye lantern that's fitted on top of the heat cannon in the front and he expertly navigates around a few more turns until you all can see light up ahead of you. The waterway then opens up into Glimmerfrost's vast hollow interior and there in the center of all of it is Netherberg, the small island that captured a glacier. You see this island, it's very small. It's, um, you know, maybe 60 feet lengthwise, but in the center of Netherberg is a long, a very tall earthen spire that sticks straight up and actually connects, like kind of juts into the glacier where you can all then assume it, ca- it it literally stuck itself and the glacier just stopped moving. Oh, here we are. All right. And uh, now if we just circle this island, see if we can get a view of where the fuck the SS Ice and Toasty is. Let's see. You know, under other circumstances, this would actually be very pleasant. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a... Uh, Again, I'm kind of surprised you've never actually been out here. This is when we're in operation. I'll give y'all free tickets for the Glimmer Sheen booze cruise. How about that? Ah, thank you, Sherman. That'll be our first official booze cruise. (gasps) Welcome to the club, guys. Wait, wait. So this one doesn't count? There's booze. We're cruising. Oh, is it because we're on what on on work duty? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Oh, can't, yeah, it doesn't feel quite can't official. Let loose. Yeah. So the the ship circles around and it was blocked by the spire, but on the other side, you see another boat, and it's it's beached on Netherberg, and it is completely encased in ice. And as you get closer, you see. There are people on board, but they're frozen. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, fuck. As you get closer to the shoreline, um, at least as close as Captain McGuffin can get the boat, you see that there are just a handful of people who are actually on the island itself, not far from the boat, but they are also frozen. And Captain looks up at the, the spire, and he goes, Well, I'll be. Uh, something's, something's covering up the Netherberg crystal. And he points up at the top of the spire where 
you see kind of near, like like at the very top, uh, almost embedded into Glimmerfrost itself, is something that looks yellow and orange overlapping itself. And you all peer till you realize it's a bunch of summer cloaks, just like you're wearing, <laughs> completely covering up the top of the spire. Oh my gosh, there's some yellow and dirtier yellow cloaks up there. Um, you know, let's just let this one slide. (laughs) Well, what do you think caused that? It is very peculiar. A A high wind? Is there wind in here? No, no, it's usually... Usually, actually, a little bit warmer in here than it is outside. A weird dare, yeah. like a polar bear club kind of thing. Gone horribly, horribly wrong. You think they're pulling my leg? I mean, I don't want to do that, but if that would help you figure <laughs> out the situation, sure. I mean, it's not a very long leg to pull, but you know, I don't think they'd be doing something like this. It's, it's, this is a this is a business we're talking about. Um, you know, you're the heroes. Why don't you go check this out? All right, boys. All right, you you stay here in the <coughs> sa- safety of of this majestic vessel, and 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 we'll we'll go see uh, what's cool. Finger guns. Right, well, what I'm gonna do is I, I'm wow, gonna. That was a move. I'm gonna see if I can get this heat gun to, whoa, to whoa, melt whoa. the yeah, ice yeah, yeah, on yeah. the other ship. Um, is this heat gun portable? And nope, it's 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 very much a cannon. Never mind. Nope, can't take it. So he pulls up close enough for you guys to hop out onto Netherberg. Um, and he he's he's up at the front of the ship trying to get the uh, heat cannon working so he can start melting the ice that's completely encased over the uh, the other boat. What do you guys do? I, th- I think if that crystal is supposed to be uncovered, we should definitely un- unco- try to uncover it, right? I think so. Um, let's see. I do have Mage Hand that I've been wanting to try out. So maybe if we get in range... Just in case those things are, like, not safe, we could try pulling some off with my mage hand. Okay. So you guys are walking up to the spire itself? Uh, yeah. yeah. How high up is the spire? It is about 50 feet tall. Whew. Now that is a spire. You guys hear some commotion from behind you. As Captain McGuffin seems to be having a hard time with the heat cannon. It's not turning on. Oh. Well, that's less than ideal. I'm just hoping it doesn't blast those poor people away. Like, does it just melt ice or does it, like, destroy things? You don't know. Oh, God. Anybody else worried about Captain McGuffin? Oh, damn piece of shit! Uh, (laughs) Would you just... Oh, Oh, my God. I need an artificer! I need anybody an artificer! Who's he yelling at again? Is that that for us, or...? (laughs) Uh, l- oh let's gosh. just keep This has moving. been a weird day. <laughs> uh, you got that. You got that right. All right. So you guys reach the spire, and yeah, it's about fifty feet tall to where the, uh, the summer cloaks are. Are there stairs on this thing? 
It is a craggy natural earth spire, so of there's course. no stairs. Oh, great. But it's not smooth rock, so it could be climbable. Oh. All right, y'all. Hey. This looks hey, familiar. Friend. Yeah. Hey, remember when we were... Um, you know what? Never mind. I'm just going to go. No, I'm Sherman, sure you all I'm can sure. handle yourselves. Sherman, Sherman. No, it's secrets. Secrets tell no one, and secrets can hurt someone. I don't know. There's something about not keeping secrets, so please share. Are you okay? Is everything fine? You look... Your eyes hide some sort of dramatic trauma. Maybe a shared <laughs> trauma that we're all familiar with. Maybe everyone can climb up on their own today. Okay, okay. <laughs> we'll workshop this later, but I do have Featherfall in case any of us, you know, take a tumble. Oh my god, I have Spider Climb! I totally forgot I took that! Oh! When you say take Spider Climb, yeah. do you mean like you took a bunch of spider legs and strung them together to make some sort of weird climbing apparatus? A spider woman, yeah. as it were? It's actually a spider leg necklace. Whoa. She puts oh, it on. God, that's, wow, that's a statement. <laughs> you oh, you <laughs> and only you could pull that off, Flower Kraut. Oh, 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 oh I, I don't like that. I don't like that one at all. You keep that to yourself, please. Whoa. All right, yeah, I'm going to use spider climb to climb up a little bit. Okay, you cast spider climb, and you now have the ability to climb without any problem um how does flower kraut look when she uses spider climb like how i'm so what is... ready for this explanation yes um for any of you that have played resident evil 7 <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh are you marguerite marguerite but without making egg sack babies oh <laughs> no 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 eggy nethers please no yes. no no it's not quite that tragic down there. Ah, don't you worry. Ugh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't like that. Oh, no. So, yeah, but she do it does look very creepy, though. It's like extra long limbs. For those of you that are horror game fans, don't look that up. It's pretty traumatizing. <laughs> so, oh, that's that's fantastic. That's absolutely perfect. So, all right, Flower Cut, you cast Spider Climb, and you creepily crawl up the spire. She definitely does some hag cackles. <laughs> Sherman looks at Timothy. Are are we are we really the heroes? <laughs> you know, heroes is a is a weird word. Uh, you know, I don't like to put that on anyone as a label, but uh, you know, we're just a couple of people caught into some weird situations and we're just doing the best we can my bud but uh this is something that i am not going to keep in the memory vault so uh you and me can just do a, <laughs> a mind wipe after this one probably on the booze cruise that would be my preference oh fair fair enough <laughs> Ooh. all right flower crowd so what do you do all right um i climb i don't want to get too too close to this and i don't know in case there's some sort of reaction but I get about like, oh, say thirty feet from it. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I find a good spot to kind of like have a good grip, basically, because this the the spider climb is a concentration spell. Okay. So yeah. Uh, so I'm I I got a good little spot, and now I'm going to cast Mage Hand. All right. Uh, which is a cantrip. 
and I'm going to try and use it to pull some cloaks off. All right, your mage hand flies up there and you yank on a cloak and it comes completely loose. It took a little bit of, of pulling, but uh, the mage hand can handle it just fine. It can handle up to 10 pounds uh, and that's enough force to just dislodge a cloak. So you pull a cloak off, the cloak goes falling they like slowly down. You pull another one off, cloak fall off, you know, slowly. And eventually you start to see that the summer cloaks were covering up a crystal at the top of this um, spire. And you pull, as, as you're pulling them off, you see the moonlight is above you. It's hitting the thin sheet of ice that makes the ceiling of the glacier. And it splits. And then it all coalesces at the top of the spire. The light illuminates the crystal and you watch it dance across the walls of Glimmerfrost. It refracts in magical patterns, every shade of cool color filling the ice with life. And it's at that point that you hear the glimmer ring as if the glacier is singing a song through the dance of the lights. You feel the echoes of color fill your ears and your eyes at the same time. And now you all have come to realize this is what the glimmer sheen is. Wow. Also, good job, Handy. I thumbs up my hand and it thumbs ups back. You hear off in the distance, way up high in the in the in the glimmer frost itself. Ah, 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 why, why is it so damn bright? Oh, I hate it. And you all look up and see in the glacial wall itself, where the glimmer sheen is actually casting a green color, steps out a huge furry creature, rubbing its eyes and looking down at you, squinting. The colors beaming off of the crystals most certainly give him a verdant shade. Oh no. Oh, it came without parties. It came without fans. It came without ciders, cocktails, beer cans. Oh God. <laughs> and it jumps off of the glacier and it lands on Netherberg. And this thing is hulking huge. And he's like, you little riding rodents. I'm going to freeze you like I did the rest of them. Oh, no. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Sherman, I have notes. <laughs> it's time. What on earth is that? To break battle and roll initiative. There is an initiative of 15 for Sherman. Okay. 17 for Timmy. Ooh. Even better. Mm, nine. All right. Timothy, you are up first. Got this hulking. Well, it's the best way you could explain it is 
It's a Yeti. Hmm. And it's angry. And apparently doesn't like the glimmer sheen. Yes, I could see. Let me think. Um, let's cast a little friend for the holidays. You know him, I know him, you love him. It's the Song of Bane. Bane! I heard you needed me. All right, so he has to roll a charisma saving throw, correct? Yes. All right, here we go. His charisma sucks. Like everyone's. Oh my gosh. He rolled a nat 20. No. He swats. You lie. He swats the ghost of Bane right out of the air. <gasps> Bane, no! He got he he got my two pipes. They're very important. <laughs> I'm in so much pain. I'm so sorry, Bane. <laughs> Please forgive me. Um. All right. What else do you want to do, Timothy? Uh, you are pro so let's set the battlefield. What do you here. mean? What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna mourn. I'm mourning. <laughs> <laughs> this yeti is standing about fifty feet. Uh, he's literally on the other side of of Netherburg from you guys. Uh, well, okay, actually 40 feet because you guys are standing near the spire where Flowerkraut was climbing up. So he's 40 feet from you, and you, Timothy and Sherman, you guys are standing next to each other. Flowerkraut is 30 feet. No, you're 20 feet up the spire right now in Correct. spider form. Yes. So, uh, Timothy, do you have anything else on your turn? I shall bring a little summer to this winter, and I will play the song of the Fae Child. Ooh. When it didn't seem possible in this Arctic region, tendrils of, of vine sprout from Netherburg and kind of just like form circles around each of you. Like you see flowers literally popping out of the earth inspired right next to you, Flower Crowd, as Timothy sings the song. Ah, uh, that's real nice, buddy. Everyone gets bardic inspiration. All right, are you moving at all? Uh, no, I think I'm gonna stay here just in case Flower gets knocked off the tower and I will cast Featherfall just, just in case. All right, the Yeti is up next and he looks straight up at Flowerkraut, seeing that you must have been the one that pulled these cloaks off of the crystal. And he breaks to a sprint, and he's fast. He can ah. move. He can move and climb forty feet uh, without without any kind of rolling. So he jumps onto the earth and spire, and he gets right up next to you and oh, hi. first he looks across the way over to the SS cold opener where Captain McGuffin is still like trying to get this thing working. Then he looks at Timothy, then he looks at Sherman, then he looks at Flowerkraut and he goes, hate, hate, double hate, loathe entirely. <laughs> and then he attacks Flowerkraut with his claws. Wait, no, it was him. And I point to my hand. And the hand points right. back to Flower Kraut. <laughs> so yeah, the hand points back down. Damn um, you, Handy! He rolls a 26 to hit you with his claw attack. Okay. Uh, Flower Kraut says, ha ha, missed me, loser. And then she looks down and sees her shoulder just got slashed. Oh, fuck, <laughs> when did that fall asleep? 
you take uh, 11 points of slashing damage Ow! as feathers and fur come flying off of your shoulder. So you only take one point of damage because you have those 10 temp hit points. Woo! Correct. And then, and then he does, the, the, his, his claws are incredibly cold. So he does five cold damage to you. However, you're wearing a summer cloak. So that cuts it down to two cold damage. Okay. Oh. Ouchie. And it is now Sherman's turn. Okay. Well, I don't like that somebody, that a very, a very large, um, hold on, let me check my vision board. Um, a very large, pale white, Yeti-like creature is attacking my good friend Flowerkraut. <sighs> so, really quick to back up, Flowerkraut, you're gonna have to roll a concentration check to keep your spider climb going. Good point. So you took a total of, well, let's call the temporary hit points. Let, let, let's go with the with the cool rule of cool on this one. Let's say that the temporary hit points don't count towards you taking damage because they're not really part of you. They're kind of like that a shield, I guess. If you think okay. of like think of like Mass Effect or something like something breaking through your shield. Yes. So so you technically only took 3 damage, but you have to roll a concentration check against a 10. So it's a constitution roll against a 10. Okay. Noted. All right. Got the die. 13. Oh, yeah. You're still concentrating on Woo. spider climb. No problem. Yeah. Well. All right. Sorry. Back to you, Sherman. Um, so, uh, Sherman is going to shove. This thing is holding on to the spire, I'm guessing, right? Yep. So, I am going to. Sherman is going to command that it release. So, I'm going to cast command, call the word okay. release. Uh, uh, in hopes that it uh, lets go and and falls down the spire. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. So that's a wisdom save of twelve. Okay, that's uh, that's awesome. So let's see his wisdom, better than charisma, but not fantastic. Who <sighs> he rolled a three. Oh, oh yeah. The Yeti lets go of the spire. <laughs> Wait, why did I just do that? <laughs> Some say his grip loosened three times that day. Oh. He falls 20 feet. So it's a D6 for every 10 feet that you fall. So he's 20 feet up with Flower Kraut, so he'll take 2D6 damage. Oh, goody. All right, so he takes four damage from falling. It is very fluffy white snow, unfortunately. That was weird. And I'll close. I'll close the distance uh, after that, okay. and get up uh, up in his face. Okay. Well, you know what? Let's have him roll an acrobatics check to see if he actually lands on his feet or if he just freaking face plants. Um, he hits. He actually lands on his feet. Um, he kind of does a superhero landing. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's so but bad it for your knees. But it yeah. still hurts him just a little bit. Um, all right, it is now Flowerkraut's turn. All right, I can't believe I've never tried this before, but I am going to use Fey Presence, and I am going to try and frighten this guy. Ooh. So my Fey Presence, I mean, let, let's should should we see if it succeeds first before I tell you what it looks like? 
Sure. So he has to make a wisdom save against 13, right? Yes, correct. Okay. Uh, he rolled an 18. Damn it! Yeah. Um, so I guess you try to give him the old Fae presence scare, uh-huh. but he's looking at Sherman at this point, so it's like his attention isn't even on you anymore. Darn it. We'll have to save that goodie for later. All right. Well, I definitely don't want to fall off this spire, so I'm going to try and get down. Okay. So you're able to climb down without any problem. All right. Skitter, 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 skitter. All right. And we are back at the top of... Did you want to, like, make any distance, Flowercraft, from the spire? Because it was only 20 feet down. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll do a tiny bit of distance from it. I'll be, like, I don't know, five feet or whatever. Okay. So you kind of back up... Uh, away from it, and Timothy, it is your turn. You know what? Like, I feel this on the inside for destroying my friend Bane. You have shattered me, good sir. You have shattered my emotions. Therefore, I shall shatter you in return. And I play the song of Shatter. Let's see. That's, uh... Oh, Shattering. Okay. It's, uh, 3d8 thunder damage. So this is each creature, not each creature of your choice. So <gasps> Sherman's going to get hit Sherman, by this. no. I can Sher- take it. No, I can't do that to you. I can uh, take it. No, I've I can't do that to you. i doing squats. No, I refuse. I won't hurt a friend. Even though you are my enemy, but you're also my secret brother. I mean, technically, you could shatter, like, above him. You know, like, shatter, like, part of the spire, and it would kind of... Like, he would be in the range of your spell. You don't have to center it on him. Okay. So I, I'm going to look I look to the I look to the uh, spire, and I hope that maybe I can make some of that crumble and cause some damage. So let's go ahead and do okay. that. So they, he has to make a constitution saving throw. Yes. Ooh, he's got some good con. Oh, he rolled a 22. Wow. All right, so he's going to take half then. That's fine. That's fine. That's still 14 damage. All right, so he takes seven of that. All right, so you hit the spire and the thunder the thunder damage just like breaks pieces off of this spire and you hear Captain McGuffin behind you. Hey, watch out, what's that? You don't wanna break the spire now. You're gonna, what are you gonna put me out of business? I'm sorry, do you not see what we're currently dealing with? Oh, right, right, um, hey, I think I got the heat gun going. Maybe shine that over, I don't think he likes bright lights. Uh, so sure enough, Captain McGuffin pivots the heat cannon on the swivel, points it straight at the Yeti, and he is going to make an attack to see if he can hit him with this heat cannon. That is a 17 that hits the Yeti. He hits him with fire damage. So you see like a beam. It's almost like, it's not like a red beam that comes out of this thing. It's almost like when you watch something that's really hot, you see that wavy effect in the air. Mm. So it's just like this wave of heat just shoots straight out, hits the Yeti in the chest. Oh, watch your tail feathers, Timothy. Woohoo, that's toasty. And he does 3d10 fire damage. Wow. Oh, boy. That is a spicy meatball if I've ever seen oh, one. Oh, man. He just did 25 fire damage to the Yeti. <gasps> oh. 
I'm nice and toasty inside now. <laughs> do you do you do you like that? Do, you, do you, I'm 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 trying to be intimidating. Do you like that? Oh, I'm not really quite sure. <laughs> and I'm leaking. Uh. <laughs> blood. Wow, <laughs> ah, so much blood. Help me. I'm feeling warm. <laughs> uh, it is... Uh, actually, Timothy, do you have anything else on your turn? I think that's it for me. All right, you're holding your ground? I'm holding my ground. All right, that's uh, that's Timothy's turn. Uh, it is the Yeti. It is facing off with Sherman. And it goes... I think it's about time that you chill out. And he is going to use his chilling gaze on you. Oh, that's cool. You, you need to make a constitution saving throw. Okay, well, let's give that a shot. And just quick question to refresh my memory. Am I able to add bardic inspiration to saving throws? Yes. Okay. I got 17. I think I'm okay. You're going to want to use it. <laughs> I'm going to use it. <laughs> I heard from the great beyond, Trithurion, is that you? All right, so that's three on the Bardic Inspiration die, so that's a total of 20. Use the Inspiration, damn it. All right, there we go. <laughs> no Trithurion cursed. <laughs> I keep trying to get my followers to chill and, you know, use whatever language they want. But, you know, some of them are kind of uptight, like this one. Wow, good thing this isn't canon. Yeah, that was, I mean, that kind of really hurts my feelings. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're being a wuss, Sherman. Are you being a wuss Whoa, right Tritharian's now? Whoa, Trithurian's a bully just, now? Wait, dude, wait, dude, dude just use the hold, inspiration. Hold, hold, I'm trying to help on. you out, all right? Hold on. I don't want to think that Sir Leon was right about <laughs> you, sir. Oh, that guy, man, that guy was a dick. I mean, fair, fair enough. All right, I've, I've, uh, I've overstepped my bow, my, my stain here, so just use the inspiration and uh, I'm out. That, that definitely did. 20, woo, 20. All right, you are able to, so this thing stares at you and you can feel the ice climbing up your legs and your body begin to, to seize up on you. But through the magic of the Fey Child, the vines start to grow into the ice that's growing around you, and then they burst out, and you're able to like gather your wits again and break yourself away from completely getting frozen over. Man, he wasn't kidding about that winter coat. Yeah, it's oh, I, I would like to say at that moment, that's when my winter coat poofs out of every open space in the coat. <laughs> and so, so Sherman's tea posing. <laughs> <laughs> It's very, it's very stiff in this jacket. Uh, Sherman, it is your turn. Okay, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to move very, very stiffly to make this attack. But I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and attack uh, our, uh, our unnamed Yeti friend with my silvered longsword. So here we go. It's gonna be. Ah, oh, fudge. That's on nine. Eight. Nine if you that's add the nine, plus one. The yeah. plus one. Yeah, that's a miss. <laughs> that's uh, no good. 
I, I, I guess I'm sad. Oh. <laughs> I'm too stiff. My Are winter you a sad boy. My winter coat came in. I'm not supposed to wear two coats. That's too much coat. All uh, right. Uh, anything else? Uh, I was looking at bonus actions, but I don't know if I'm gonna worry about it. So no, I think I'm okay. All right, flower crowd's up. All right, are you ready to see what crowd push is packing? And Holy. it's actually a 25. It's Ooh. a 25 to hit. Uh, oh, it's yeah. gonna smell like eggs. Uh, <laughs> like purple slimy eggs. Oh. Flower crowd, <laughs> what a, it's what a so mess. It's so bad for you. Add what the a D6 mess. You made a mess. to the blast. You made a mess. <laughs> Titan is helping Titan give ammunition to Flower Crowd. Oh my god. Okay. 11 dammies. Ooh. 11 Add the dammies. D6 to it. Do more dammies. <gasps> I can? Yes. Yeah, you can use the inspiration. Be inspired. Okay. And a D6. We shall play our musical instruments together. Oh, and a it's six. a six. That's 17 Friggin' damage. 17. Whew. Oh, that man. is eggy. That is an eggy fart. <laughs> I think we're changing Crextivus <laughs> to Craxtivus. What? <laughs> <laughs> Merry Craxtivus, everyone. This is the first time I've ever regretted my sense of smell. Okay, anything else, Flower Kraut? Yeah, I have a bonus action. I'm gonna try hexing this guy. Mmm. Okay. Okay, so um, what you'll be doing then is you'll be dropping the spider climb because oh, hex yeah, is I'm also already, a Oh yeah, I'm already thing. off the tower. Mm-hmm, okay. Yeah. So you hex him. You know what? Let's, let's be, uh, let's assume that you hexed him before you blasted him um, because that's going to give you an additional d6 necrotic damage when you hit him with the elderly blast okay so you hex him it doesn't require a roll it's one of the coolest things about hex you literally just put the hex on him and now you get to roll an extra d6 necrotic damage Okay, great. Now that now that I know how to click on a D6. <laughs> I got a five. Wow. Jeez. That was a fart and a half. Flower Crow <laughs> has been on two booze cruises today, so she is in her element. Yeah. A hundred percent. Oh, the smell. Huh. I oh, kind of like it. That smell <laughs> that fart grew three sizes. I know we made that joke already. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we are back up to Timothy. And you're on the same initiative as Captain McGuffin, so he'll also be trying to shoot the heat cannon again. How fun. Crystal, speak to me. What should we do? The crystal... Do you, have, do you have a mirror? Flash some light at his face. Ooh. <gasps> I love this idea. Can I redirect the beam? What can you use to redirect the beam? Let's see. I've got a sword. Um, I have my shining personality. Um, looking <laughs> through notes and descriptions to see what I have. 
Man, if I only had pocketed Kitan's shiny plate. His clean, clean ah, plate. I, oh, I thought you were going to say his shiny plate. ass. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I'm going to roll. Actually, Chad, you need to roll a d6 right now. Okay. Why? Because Timothy's still secretly a kleptomaniac and would have potentially stolen it without his knowing? Absolutely not. Roll a d6. Wait, what am I doing? I could just do it on here. I'm a dork. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Timothy rolls a five. I I rolled a four. I was seeing if you would beat me in this, and you did. You are rummaging through your satchel, and you find the clean plate <gasps> with a sticky note saying, Happy Cruxtivers. <laughs> Kain, you brilliant, shiny butt monster man. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Crextivus to all! And I use Kain's clean plate to redirect the beam. Okay, yeah, you you point the beam straight down into the Yeti's eyes. And <laughs> oh, oh my oh, it's so bright. Oh. <laughs> he now is blinded. <gasps> Oh! Well played, Timothy! Oh, uh, it is uh, Captain McGuffin's turn. He's firing the heat cannon again. Oh, he only rolled a seven this time, and somehow... Hold on a second. It's blinded, so let me see if it attacks against him. Attacks against him have advantage when he's blinded. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Captain McGuffin rolled a one on the other one, oh. so he still misses somehow. Okay. All right. Little less booze on the booze cruise, Captain. Oh, I, I'm trying over here. I'm trying. He, he's dancing around quite a bit. What, what did you do? What did you do up there? It is uh, the Yeti's turn. He is going to. He's trying to like to blink the light out of his at his face, but you know you keep on like readjusting with the clean plate, and he's going to try and attack Sherman with his claws with his disadvantage because he's blinded. Oh, and thank goodness because I rolled a 19 and then I rolled a three. Yay! So he definitely misses Sherman as he's struggling to see where Sherman is. He is frustrated and it is now Sherman's turn. Sherman gestures to the frozen uh, first booze cruise and the frozen patrons and looks at the Yeti and says, you made a mess. And I'm gonna go ahead and attack. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you get advantage on the attack since he's blinded. Uh, uh, 21. <gasps> uh, or I'll see Ooh. if I crit, I'll see if I crit. I, I definitely don't crit, so 21. Oh, you, that's, that's quite the opposite of critting, actually. <laughs> 21. <laughs> 20, 20, 20, 21 good. 21's good. Yeah, all right. Uh, big slap coming in hot. Uh, decent slap. 11 dammies. Dammies. He like, he's blinking through the, the light being just, just blasting him in the eyes. And he goes, he looks over, he kind of squints over at the, uh, the party boat that's frozen. And he goes, those partiers, they drink, 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 drink. They'll drink their booze while they sail in from the east. 
They'll drink rising cocktails mixed in with yeast. But that's just something I cannot stand to the least. Oh no, I'm speaking in rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> what a tortured creature. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. <laughs> he needs a hug. Anything else, Sherman? Um, give him can a I hug. give him a, a hug as a bonus action? Not you a sure grapple. Can. Not a grapple, but a hug. You uh, you hug him as he's <laughs> freaking out. Oh, I just I just cut him, and then I'm gonna give him a hug. <laughs> that's, that's some kind of strange mix of pain and love. It's weird. I kind of like it. There, 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 there. Okay. Why tell me? Flower crowd, you're up next. Okay. I relinquished the. It was a temporary hug, so I'm, I'm no longer hugging. Oh my god, I'm crying. Oh my god. Oh. God, I kind of. I'm very tempted to like pick up a cloak and put it on him. All right. <laughs> uh, do you want to like mage hand a cloak onto him? <laughs> uh, yeah, let's let's put a cloak on him. I kind of feel sad for him. Okay, you pick up one of the summer cloaks on the ground. You mage hand it flies over to him, and it just kind of lays over his shoulders, and it's kind of hilarious because these cloaks definitely are not big enough for him so it's just kind of like a sh like a, a scarf a almost sh shoulder cape yeah a little shoulder cape and <laughs> I, oh. I make the mage hand pat him and I go there 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 <laughs> there oh it's kind of nice no one's been so kind to me but oh my god it's so warm and so warm I I don't like the warm. Oh, you don't? Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he kind of like shakes the winter cloak off and uh, he looks at all of you and... Why? Why must they come to my home and light it up and drink and make noise? I just want to sleep. Have you tried drinking and making noise and... Having fun like you're one of the boys? <laughs> Actually, I haven't. I always thought that was just something annoying people did. I mean, well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> it, 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 it depends. You gotta be... I mean, it's not for everyone. I mean, we could get our ship captain to bring you a drink and you can see what you think. I... I'm conflicted. I don't... I just freeze people that bother me. I... I suppose I could try something new. Alright, am I gonna shoot this thing, or are we gonna just keep I, talking? No, 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 uh, can you in fact bring us some booze, please? Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, I, I always like to have a nice frothy glass during a fight. Yep, that's a good idea. The captain grabs a glass of the, uh the booze cruise juice and hops off of the boat and starts walking over. Perhaps you don't need some warmth on your chin. How about trying something that brings warmth from within? 
I turn and look at Timothy, like, like thumbs up, like, right? Am I barding? I have no notes. <laughs> that was beautiful. For some strange reason, dog, you seem to make perfect sense to me. I'll take that drink, thank you. Captain McGuffin, like, hesitantly hands it as high up as he can, and the Yeti takes it, puts it back. Tastes like... like love. Like... Why? Why would I know what love tastes like? This... This is so strange. Is this what it's really like? To have a good time? Oh, God. And you see that he gets a little tipsy off of one little tiny drink. <laughs> ah, lightweight. Um, you know, uh, we don't really want to, uh, you know, rock the boat, as you might say, with how you live here, but we're trying to run a business and people really like seeing the shimmer, you know, the, you know, the machine, and, well, you know, is there any way that we could work something out to where we cover up this crystal when we're not here, and you can sleep, and, uh, when we do come... Hey, uh, he looks to the rest of you guys. Uh, can you guys help me out here? I'm... Basically, whenever he brings the booze crews over and they need a little light show, you can come down and party with everybody else. Hmm. But I hate the lights. The, that bird is still blinding me from up oh, there. Sorry, I... <laughs> Kind of just. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was giving you all a spotlight. This is such a brilliant we're, performance. We're we're doing a clean slate. No need for a clean plate, sir. Sherman, I'm going to relinquish my bard. I guess. I can't stop bard badge to you. I don't know. You this, these holiday things are making you quite the musician, the lyricist. I mean, there's lots of solutions to bright light, like. Sunglasses, a hat. Sunglasses? Never heard of that. Oh my god. You, you, uh, I, I, you know what? I totally get it because you're an ice guy. I'm from the beach, the sunny, sunny beach. Uh, I got some sunglasses right here, buddy. Why don't you give these a shot? Oh. They seem a little bit small. Um. A little bit. He picks them up and kind of holds them in front of him. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so dark inside. Hmm. You know, uh, I bet we could find uh, some sunglasses in the lost and found that might fit him. Uh, what do you say, big guy? How about we bring you some sunglasses and you do as my lady here says and you come down and have a good time on us, drink as much of this, uh, love juice as you want. Hmm. Hey, it's got a new name now. Love juice. There we go. Yeah. I think we might have an arrangement. Oh, great. Great, great. Uh, well, if you don't mind, Mr. Uh, well, 
I don't think we caught your name. My name? Oh, well. Everyone here, he points to all the frozen people. They just call me Buzzkill. <laughs> is that is that your name though? Maybe we shouldn't call him that. Uh I don't think it'd be good for marketing if we say you get to see the big uh rare sighting of Buzzkill when you um Hey, you guys got any good ideas what we could call this fella? Oh, 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 oh. I, I think so. I think so. With your new sunglasses, there's no need to be cruel. From now on, you can be called Buzz Cool. <laughs> and the camera pans away with that. <laughs> As Buzz Cool feels love for the first time, <laughs> Captain McGuffin uses the heat cannon to melt the SS Ice and Toasty, along with all of the party or go party goers that were on board. And together, both boats sail everyone back out of Glimmerfrost, leaving. The now friendly Buzz Cool <laughs> to anticipate the next return of his good friends from the Glimmer Sheen Boboo's Cruise Tours. <laughs> <laughs> you guys return. No, hold on. As we, uh, as we. <laughs> Sherman, you have brought so much wonderful song and happiness. I feel that I need to bring a little bit of my own. And I start to tune <laughs> my lute. Uh, <laughs> um, turns out the Yeti wasn't so bad. He wasn't bad at all, despite the snow, despite his fall. Though he froze everyone in ice, it turns out he was really, he was really quite nice. And now we set sail away from our new frozen friend, off on a new adventure, as this one comes to an end. So to everyone here, big and small, a merry Crextivus to one, to one and to all. Oh, I love it. Oh. So you guys get back to the flotilla. Everyone's safe and happy. Captain McGuffin gives you all tickets on the house for the next Glimmer Sheen booze cruise. And behind you, the story arc appears. The gangplank drops down and the barkeep stands there, grinning, with a finger tapping the side of his nose. <laughs> and that is where we will end our episode. Yay! Happy Yay! holidays, Happy everybody! Happy holidays! Happy holidays! Happy holidays! What's up, BB Army? Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of Break, Battle, and Roll. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed making it. If you can't get enough of Break, Battle, and Roll, 
be sure to follow our Instagram and Twitter, both at BreakBattleRoll, or swing by and like the Break, Battle, and Roll Facebook page, where you can mingle with us and other members of the BB Army in between episodes. If you want to keep up with our cast, you can find Chad Stafford on his Instagram and Twitter at It's Chit Chad, as well as his YouTube pages, Chit Chad and Chit Chad Plays. Aaron Rollins on Twitter is at A-A-R- K-U-M-A, that's R-Kuma. Janelle Wilkie on Instagram at Janelle.Wilkie, that's J-A-N-E-L-L-E dot W-I-L-K-E. And me, Dustin. Catch me on twitch.tv slash the final destination, Instagram and TikTok as at the underscore final underscore destination, and on Twitter at FINL destination, because Twitter likes short names. We'd like to give a special thank you to our musicians Ben Holland for creating our absolutely shredding theme song. You can find Ben on SoundCloud and Rory O'Neill for his phenomenal background compositions. You can find Rory as at Trench Roar Fair on Twitter. Gotta love that pun. We'd also like to give a shout out to what we would call our sister podcast, the Roaring D20s podcast. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at RD20s podcast. That's RD, the number two, the number zero, S podcast. Lastly, if you want to support the show, the best way you can help us right now is to spread the word. Do you have a friend who likes D&D or is way into podcasts? Send them our way. On top of that, the great Googly Moogly has told us that ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts will help share our adventures with more listeners. Again, thank you all so much for listening. Now, where was that delicious fish smell coming from? Uh-oh. Later, BB Army. I've got to get Sherman before he gets into Flowerkraut's mortar and pestle bag again. We will see you all in the next episode.